Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast, where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with the sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Maria Horostina. DJ Maria FM is a Ukrainian girl currently based in Berlin, Germany. She just moved there from China, where she had been living for eight and a half years. And before that, she lived in the city of Dnipro, Ukraine. DJ Maria FM is a vegetarian. She speaks four languages currently, learning the fifth one, and her newest music mix is out now. DJ Maria FM, how are you today? Hey, Ozzy. Super glad to be here. I'm doing absolutely fine. I'm excited, super happy to have you here and curious to know much more about you. And I was thinking now about this question to ask you, which is, you know, they say often that the environment, the language you speak, what you do can change your personality and even how you think. Is and was your personality different when you were in Dnipro, Ukraine, compared to China, compared to today on uh, Berlin? Are you somehow of a different person in different environment? Uh, well, Aziz, this is a wonderful question because it actually has been scientifically proven that everything that you just said is uh, entirely truth. Because each time when we learn the new language, we're not just absorbing uh, the, the, the grammar and the lexical basis. So we are also observing uh, the uh, the mentality of the locals, of the uh, native speakers, and we uh, like we are sucking up a lot of their uh, daily routine personas. And that's exactly what happened to me because right now I speak four languages and I'm uh, and I'm learning the fifth one. And I can tell you for sure that each time when I when I switch the languages, even my voice changes because um, yeah, and the difference is really significant. Um, yeah, I can surely tell that my personality that I'm carrying right now in Berlin is uh, significantly different uh, from my Chinese persona. And uh, it is absolutely different uh, from like from my Ukrainian original character. Yeah, that's very, very interesting. And it gives hope to people because when you travel, you can learn about new cultures and expand your personality in ways that can be absolutely surprising and great. And just as a background, can you share your story? How did you start? How did life take you to China and then to Berlin? How was the whole journey? Uh, well, it was challenging yet beautiful. Even even at the darkest days, so when I when I see them in retrospective, when I rethink all my experiences, I just realized that everything that has happened has happened for good, has happened for, for, for the better tomorrow. Yeah, I came to China when I was 19 and I went there with the show group. So there were... Uh, uh, four of us, me as a singer, my best friend back, back in the day uh, as a DJ. I, 
a male best friend, uh, his girlfriend, and uh, another invited uh, girl to our show group as dancers. So uh, yeah, that's uh, so we created a, a squad of artists, and uh, we we went like this to China, and it's been it's been challenging, especially at the very beginning. Uh, unfortunately, we trapped into into like literally clause of so-called black agencies and by that i mean the agency that uh you know messes up with their artists uh like um doing illegal stuff including stealing documents so our documents like our passports our everything has been stolen from us uh, uh by our company and they they didn't pay us uh not in the first month not in the second one and uh, they they had like their excuses why they're not doing so um so but we managed to escape we had to work on the uh on a pretty uh, pretty nasty job like emotionally speaking morally speaking um to to make uh, fast and easy cash uh in order to be able to come back to ukraine by our own because again we didn't have our passports on our hands and there was no chance to get them back because uh, China is a very corrupted country, especially if we are talking about uh, small cities, small towns where agencies who hire uh, artists from abroad or hire foreigners from abroad, they are having like very tight connections with the local police. So it's it's practically impossible to to save yourself from this kind of situation. The only the only option that you have is to flee. That's what we did. And uh, but uh, back in the day, I already started uh, dating a Chinese uh, a Chinese guy. And uh, when everything uh, has happened and I came back to Ukraine to make uh, the new documents, I came back to China to him because we got we got married short after. And uh, we've been together for uh, approximately four years and then got divorced. Our uh, our love life, our like attempt to create a family has been very dramatic as, as well. That's that's one of the uh, most toxic relationships in my life. They like they were severe. Um, I would not uh, like I would like not to go too deep into into this conversation. Ju just so you know, in general, I've been through some shit. <laughs> through some uh, like really heavy experiences, uh, um, emotionally speaking. But uh, after four years living in a country, uh, I already developed like my own network, my own profession, because I learned uh, DJing in uh, China. I, I went to the new club and uh, asked if I if I can become uh, an intern, if I can become uh, like a student in there. Uh, yeah, so that's what I did, and I had the night job in the club, uh, working working as a as an intern, including like uh, switching off and uh, off and on the entire equipment in the club, um, doing little tasks for for the people who, who who need help. Like basically, basically doing all the all the dirty job in the club uh, and having the chance to DJ in a close in the closing hours. Uh, and in the daytime, I had another job. I um, I went as an intern to a tattoo shop, and uh, I also learned how to make tattoos. And uh, uh, later on, maybe after a year later, I even opened my own tattoo studio in China together with my teacher. Yeah, but. At that time, I was already pretty experienced uh, as a DJ, so I decided to, um, well, yeah, 
tattoo making is cool and stuff. I really enjoy the process, but I enjoy DJing more. And uh, because working as a DJ requires you to be mobile and requires you to be uh, in multiple places um, all at once, uh, you you have to fly a lot, you have to uh, travel a lot, and you, you can't afford uh, yourself to stay at the same place uh, and go at the same place every day. You have to, you have to be mobile. So yeah, this is my background in China. Um, and I actually wanted to leave the country for the past two years. Uh, I actually wanted to um, leave the country in the in the beginning of uh, 2022. But then the war has started and I decided, well, this is not the best time to to go back to Ukraine. I better wait for another six months. And then I waited for another six months and another six months. And uh, nothing nothing ha- has been changing with the with the war situation. So uh, but my family, my uh, including my parents and my older sister, uh, they fled to Germany once the war has started and uh, they uh, they applied for uh, for the refugee program for the Ukrainian refugee program. Um, they got uh, their uh, their hostage, their um, governmental support, everything. Uh, so um, in uh, 2023, I decided to finally go and visit them because I haven't seen my family for four years by then because of the COVID, because China was uh, closed for four years. Like I wasn't, uh, I wasn't able to leave the country and I wasn't able to go back because I was, I was still uh, like working there. I, I speak perfect Chinese and uh, like I I felt already very assimilated and very familiar with my daily life in China I couldn't I wasn't uh emotionally prepared to you know you know flip the chapter in the book flip the page I I wasn't I wasn't ready to do to do so but I had to do so when uh, when I came to Germany uh, so uh, so here's what happened my work visa that uh that I had in China, uh, it expired right before I uh, I left the country. I mean, uh, like it uh, it expired um, like at the perfect time. So I was uh, I was already uh, I had already planned everything. I bought myself tickets. I uh, I informed my family that I'm coming. Like everything was sorted out. So uh, there was no no issues with the with the expiration of my visa. But the thing is. I couldn't uh, get the new visa to get back because uh, my visa agent, who is cooperating with me for three years by now, who 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 used to cooperate with me for three years by then, by unexplainable reasons, he couldn't uh, give uh, get me a needed document from the local immigration center. They just didn't uh, give him uh, an important paper uh, so I could go to the local Chinese embassy and apply for the new uh, work permit. Like it just didn't happen. They, they just uh, declined uh, our request. They, uh, they declined our issue without uh, without the explanation. So that's what happened. And um, mm, well, of course, I had my my moment of existential crisis because I had to uh, rethink my my ad- entire adulthood because let's face it, I, I moved to China when I was 19 and uh, I was living there for like for my entire uh, life as an adult. So uh, yes, I was born and raised in Ukraine, but I I turned into a self-sufficient, mature woman being in China. 
So it was very hard for me uh, to realize that I'm not coming back. And everything that I had, everything that I experienced, uh, everything that I that I was working on is nothing but my past. It it was it was very difficult to uh, to go through. There was a period of my life when I was. Um, you know, waking up, opening my eyes and started crying right away because it was very, very heavy emotionally. But I I got through this because, um, yeah, it's very painful to let go something so familiar and so stable. Uh, but in the end, I realized that it happened for the better because right now I am living in a in a beautiful environment. Uh, well, of course, Berlin has its uh, its own pros and cons, but I can tell from the, from my own experience that right now I'm living way more vibrant, way happier, way stable present with uh, with way more promising uh, perspectives for the future and way more stable promises of the future. I understand that's fascinating and I salute you for all the ups and downs. It was a roller coaster and you are very strong and brave to do that. And I want to extract more wisdom that can also help a lot more women. When you have been through all the difficulties, toxic relationships, losing that uh, sense of home in being in China before that, the agency that was dark <laughs> and not treating you well and now needing to adapt to uh, to Berlin and to a new country and new culture. How do you take care of your mental health and stay optimistic when life is hard? And how do you think is the right way to heal that so that it's not trauma, but becomes learning and growth? Fantastic question. Uh, I can talk about this for hours. Uh, well, first, uh, make sure that you are able to surround yourself with love. Get as, many, uh, as much of loving as you can can possibly get because uh actually right now i'm staying sane and i'm staying uh like not crazy i'm not losing my shit exactly because i am surrounding myself by beautiful people uh be very genuine about your story with the people because um uh, people are getting uh a lot of pleasure of uh helping someone who's in need but again you have to you have to realize for yourself that yes you have those beautiful uh, uh beautiful uh people as your support but you can't rely on them forever and uh in the end of the day you have to stand on your own you have to be very specific about your needs for example uh, like from from the smallest ones to the biggest ones for example if you if you need a hug right here and now you you need to cuddle with someone right here and now acknowledge this fact acknowledge this for yourself and for the for the people who are being around you be brave when it comes to um to uh, closing your needs like you can you can absolutely easily ask a stranger on a bus stop to hug you because you're doing this for yourself you're doing this uh to make yourself feel better and maybe you will you will make this person feel better too this is not you're not asking for something criminal be brave and be unapologetic when when it comes to uh, satisfying your emotional needs when you need love just go out there and get this nobody will get hurt 
Nobody will uh, nobody will think that you are uh, weird in a bad way. Nobody will will think that you are embarrassing, that you are a disgrace for for yourself, for your family, whatever. Even if the people will think this way, those are not just the right people for you. But in the same room, you will find the people who will think otherwise and who will support you. I am being surrounded by beautiful personas, specifically because I am uh, not afraid to say out loud that, okay, right now I need a job or right now I need money. I need a hug. I need a new clothes. I need a new shoes. I need a better apartment. I need a better uh, work opportunity. I need a new uh, lightning in my room, like something like this. I need a new pillowcase. Just be be unapologetic and be very honest about about your needs to the outer world. Say it out loud. Ask for help. Thank you. Uh, that's very important. And dive in even deeper into that. There are many women who grew up with maybe their parents saying, what will people think? And then being people pleasers who are thinking, no, I cannot just say that. They will think badly of me. Like you said, some people will, but some people won't. We're speaking about inside the women that will stop themselves from being unapologetic about vocalizing that. What's your advice to such women who might want to ask for help and find those beautiful people, but ego or what their parents told them stops them from going forward with it? This is a very important topic to discuss because I can tell it from my own experience. I wasn't like this in the first place. Like it, this is a this is a developed skill. This is a developed skill. It's like going to the gym, but you know, speaking of your you know, mental, uh, like mental bravery, so to say. Because sometimes, if you want to stand out for yourself, if you want to change something, you are physically not able to do so. Like you're opening your mouth, but your your vocal system just doesn't cooperate with you you're opening your mouth and nothing comes out i've been there before i i know how how that feels and uh in this case uh, there's unfortunately no way to conquer it by your own you have to go to the uh therapist first and you have to find a specialist first who will help you to dig all this dirt to dig all those uh like fears anxiety all those uh, like programs and codes in your mind that you are not worthy that you are not capable that you are not contributing anything uh valuable into this world like we all are having our our skeletons right in in our head so that's exactly why we're having psychological specialists and there is a lot of uh, free services of uh, psychological support as long as you're willing to change as long as you're willing to ask for help even anonymously there's a lot of services that are providing anonymous free psychological help just just if you're really interested in your well-being please do that Please, please do not do not search for any additional excuses why it is not possible in your case. Everything is possible, just not right away. You have to uh, make some precautious steps. But if you're really dedicated, if you're really up for it, you'll be fine. Start with the therapist. Start with the free one. Start just just go to the therapy. It's essential. I agree 100%. Self-care, so getting the help of specialists is one of the most powerful things anyone can do. And I want to ask you this question related to art as therapy, but from a different perspective. I interviewed a Ukrainian girl who was a dancer, and she danced in Ukraine for many years. And then after the war, she moved to the UK. And she said in Ukraine, 
dance was not for fun. It was not therapy. It was very robotic where you have to do things perfectly. And the teachers are looking at you, judging you all the time. So it's mostly pain. But when she went to the UK, she found that people express their emotions and dance. They flow they heal, they feel at peace, they let go of tension when they are dancing, even if it's professionally, which was very, very different to them. You as someone who has been in China, as well as in Ukraine, doing art and music of all kinds, are you one who developed those skills as actually skills that you do as a professional? Or did you find the capacity and found a way to use it to express some of those uh, pains in order to heal them through the process of catharsis, which is how music and art can help you heal your soul? Mm -hmm. uh, the thing is, uh, the girl that you interviewed uh, earlier uh, has no wrongs. Like, I am 100% uh, agree with her position and uh, what she said because um i uh, like i guess that she as at the same uh, uh at the same age plank with me like more or less and uh if she's a professional dancer it means that she uh, she has been going to uh to maybe to a music school or maybe to uh dance classes since since she was a little girl because i used to go to a music school since i was six i play uh i play piano professional i even participated in many uh, in many national um contests yes in many national contests in ukraine the thing is Yes, the educational system in Ukraine back in uh, like back in my day and back in her day are very robotic because uh, we used to have post-Soviet teachers where you when uh, when you are not getting uh, rewarded for something that you uh, that you did well, but you are being punished severely if you had done at least something wrong. Like you are not being rewarded for anything, but you are being punished for everything. And you uh, you are growing up with this constant feeling that you are not good enough and you will never be. And uh, uh, and if if you want to get some love, if you want to get some approval and um, mm, uh, respect, if you want to be seen, you have like you have to deliver something useful. You have to be useful. But the thing is, it's very wrong to measure people like that because uh, life itself is precious already, and characteristics maybe in your uh, in your computer, maybe in your phone, maybe in your employee if you're looking for someone uh, for someone with specific skills, but not in human as a like as a concept. Yes, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of Ukrainians, especially especially uh, people who are artsy are facing this problem and are facing uh, like existential uh, issues related to, uh, to this question. Uh, the thing is, uh, I only recently, maybe for, for the past three years, I, I learned how to actually uh, use music and use, uh, you know, dancing energy, dan uh, um, using the groove, using the groove to to express yourself to to make yourself feel better to let go of the anger the anxiety through like through the specific movements and later on i found uh, like really interesting information in the internet that certain movements are helping you to release certain heavy emotions from your body like like stomping uh or you know punching the air or screaming out loud on the top of your lungs uh does a big chunk of the therapy for yourself because you are releasing everything emotional through your physics awesome 
And for me, uh, only only recently, or only for the past, I don't know, maybe maybe four years, maybe four years, I learned how to actually enjoy my sets, my my uh, DJ performance, and not be treating it only as a way of making money. Because uh, in, in China, because it's a communistic country, so uh, uh, mentally it is very similar to Soviet Union and uh, post-Soviet, you know, craze. And everything is very digitalized. Everything is very robotic and very, very monetized, very material in China. People are not being uh, self-aware enough to understand how to how to process their traumas, how to uh, work with their bodies, uh, how to make themselves feel better and happier. They are, again, from my personal experience, but I see like regular people, the majority of people in China as, as very miserable robotic people who are living uh, day after day uh, the same, just uh, just drawing themselves into their phones, into the TikToks or whatever. They're, they don't even text one another. They, they're not even talking in, uh, in their social media. They're just constantly consuming the content. And if you are being involved in the, uh, in the entertainment business, including video streaming, including uh, TikTok content, whatever, you are living a very robotic life for yourself Yeah, in China. So yeah, when it, when it comes to, to self-awareness, when it comes to understanding your needs, your wants, you know, China is not the place where people are thinking about that in the first place. Thank you for sharing that and that you can heal using the groove. That's very interesting. You also spoke about earlier how now when you're in Germany, you feel a lot more stable in life. There are a lot of women who have big dreams, but they worry about the transition, that moment that if they let go of the past and go in outside their comfort zone into the future, there is a moment of uncertainty. There is a place of they don't know whether it's going to happen. They don't have control. And that makes them feel very unsafe. So they don't try because they think, oh, what if I fail? What if things go wrong? Two things. One, what's your advice to them? Two, do you have some spiritual belief that make you think, well, I have a destiny and I'll, everything is going to be okay in the end? Or you feel you're like uh, someone who's protected by the universe somehow, which gives you the ability to move forward? Or how do you take care of your mental health? Because for humanity, uncertainty is very stressful. And if even in China, you were more uncertain than you are in Berlin, that was many years of uncertainty. So how did you deal with it? And what's your advice to women who are not giving their gift to the world because they worry about that phase of uncertainty? Uh, the thing is, um, the question about the destiny, though, is uh, is a very tricky one because I am being convinced that we do have a destiny. Yeah, uh, we do have like certain chapters to read in our life story, although you are the one who's in charge in your story in the end. Uh, like everything... Uh, there, there is a lot of uh, unpredictable stuff, but there is a lot of stuff that you are having like a very direct influence on. So just better. Um, my advice, do what you can do one step at a time and don't blame yourself for failures at the fields where you are having zero control over. Because I, I have been uh, I have been through a lot of stuff in my life. Not not, not gonna lie, uh, there is a war in my country. I'm 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 not able to come back to my origins. I just uh, left eight and a half years of my life behind, uh, and I'm starting 
entirely new life in the third country. So I know what I'm talking about. Uh, just be very dedicated, be very uh, like strict, motivated, and um, what's the word? Like stable in your in your doings, in your actions, on the fields that you are having control over, and don't stress yourself out uh, over uh, over things that you are that you can't control. For example, uh, okay, let's let's just uh, um, simple it down. For example, right now I am uh, in the process of legalization my uh, documents of uh, getting like uh, work permits of getting like residence permits here in uh, Germany. And before all of that happens, I am not able to work. I'm not able to go to the language courses, uh, and uh, I'm not able to do much. I, I'm I'm only able to just exist, and I'm not stressing myself out over over uh, this situation. I just let them cook. I just let them do what they gotta do. Uh, like, and I don't, and I as, honestly don't care how much time it will take. What I will do is um, I'll just manage my daily routine. I'll uh, I'm just learning uh, German language by myself every day. I'm using Duolingo uh, first. Second, I'm just going out there uh, in in the clubs, in the social gatherings, uh, in the workshops, uh, networking events, uh, to meet new people, present myself, talk about myself, talk about my story, talk about my skills and uh, how can I be useful for them and how they can be useful for me. And uh, in the end of the day, like most and foremost, I am being a decent person who is nice to talk to i'm being honest sincere i'm being kind i provide i provide the help to people if if i can and uh, that's that's all that matters that's why i'm being surrounded by incredibly cool people right now like i i'm i'm blessed by my environment at this very moment and like all of those people are very recent in my life but uh like currently i'm receiving so much of love so much of support uh like uh social opportunities people are offering me their help and uh, uh like they are uh, how do, uh, how does like they are uh, uh, their network to me and they are like super cool stuff just because just because i'm being kind just because i'm being cool and uh just because my presence in their life is enjoyable for them simple as that thank you and i want to take that deeper because that's a beautiful experience that a lot of women would wish to have especially if they will go for their big dreams how do you feel or you think those people come to your life? You spoke that there is a part of life is destiny. Do you feel this energy that you have compatible energy, good people, the right vibe goes together? Or is it different that uh, you believe something else is happening? Maybe it's random, maybe it's chance. And you think in this chapter, I'm lucky. Another chapter, I might be unlucky. I don't know. But share a bit more. And also, what are the criteria you look for that you can tell maybe other women or girls who are going to a new country for the first time so they can recognize the right people and the wrong people? Oof. That's tricky. Well, uh, there's no uh, there there's no specific recipe or, or, of uh, how to distinguish bad guys from good guys. You just uh, need uh, completely rely on uh, on your inner guts because sometimes uh, or sometimes you can be messed up 
uh, and screwed up by the person that you've been known for years, right? Even in even in your own country, even in your hometown, like you've been like you've been sharing like uh, your your last bread with this person for for over a decade, and then uh, like this person screws you up just because they can. Like it happens. Like crap happens. But also a lot of beautiful stuff happen, uh, happens. The the only thing that you can do is uh, to blindly trust. Trust is a cool thing. Trust is a really cool thing because you cannot predict whether something uh, bad or good will happen to you. You you can only you know step out there and try things. But at the same time, you have to be conscious enough about your uh, your own well being. Again, control the things that you can control and stop freaking out about the things that you cannot control that like simple uh, uh my my advice is still the same um for example uh there is a big variety and big uh, abundance of uh, drugs in uh, uh in um germany in berlin specifically especially if we're, if we're talking about the club scene and uh, i uh i personally know people who are who have faced um like really really bad experiences with that uh because they they uh, sometimes they they ate too much of that they consumed too much of that and they ended up being in the hospital and uh at this at this moment even if you're willing to try those things because um it's, it's just like a new cuisine you just want to take a bite of it and see see what happens with you make sure that you are uh you know you, you you know what you're doing and uh, you know that you are not consuming too much and you are able to remember who you are what time it is where are you located and uh, and how to get home and when you're partying don't mix those things yeah just just be self-aware be be self-aware and be careful about uh, about yourself be caring towards yourself by this recipe you can you can have a lot of fun you can meet a lot of uh, cool people and uh, go through really cool experiences without getting harmed thank you so much i really love our conversation so far and to finish is there anything that you believe you wanted to share more as a life lesson advice to people so that they can be happier in addition to trusting in life and in the process being stoic which is focusing on what you can control letting go of what you cannot control all the things you shared is there a lesson something you discovered so that you can share with other women the ability to live a better life go for their dreams be more confident believe in themselves more or at least anything you believe should be heard go to the therapy go to the therapy go to the therapist go to the specialist and uh get your crap in your head sorted because we all are messed up in our own ways we all have been through our own traumas and we all are carrying certain amount of pain within us but the thing is it's uh, like it's solvable it's resolvable you you can you can resolve that you can heal yourself by going to the specialist it's just like when you're having a, like a, a toothache you are not just uh, just living with that right you you go to the dentist the same thing with uh, with the soul problem with the soul issues just go to the uh, to the specialist and i guarantee you you will feel significantly better because bravery doesn't come through the willpower actually i am i am convinced that willpower is the biggest scam because of course you can you can just clench your teeth and go out there uh just doing stuff but 
in the end, you will pay a very dear price with your emotional, mental, and physical health. You will you will literally uh, just fall apart like like an old robot. And we don't uh, do, we don't want that. We are doing all those attempts, and we are like being so strong for ourselves to be happy in the end of the day because we all are seeking happiness and uh, like going out there and do things like making money making money growing uh, growing your skill growing your network uh like improving your your physical health playing with your nutrition doesn't work on a willpower it doesn't even even if you're trying your best in the end because if in the end of the day after all this willpowering you are feeling exhausted you're feeling tired burnout you hated this day you hated the people that you that you've met you hated the gym that you just went to you you didn't have an uh, a pleasant experience of doing of doing things you did something very very wrong because uh, people who are uh, who are using different motivation by doing the same stuff with you are having different results in the end and it all comes from uh, like from uh, from our psychological basics if you are if you are damaged if you are hurt from within if there is a lot of pain a lot of trauma a lot of uh, uh, grief and um, self-hatred within you you will not be able to be happy no matter how hard you try if you are not going to the therapy first. Thank you so much for sharing that. And really, we cannot end this without this question. How was your experience when the war started in Ukraine? How did you hear about it? How did you feel, especially that you are far away? How was that situation? Can you share a bit more about your life experience being in China when the war started in Ukraine? Yes, it was horrible. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was. Uh, it was absolutely, uh, monstrously, monstrously terrible. I remember that very day when I, uh, when, when I found out about the war. So I was working. I was on my shift, and uh, my mom texted me. She said, "Donya, uh, uh, Donya is a uh, uh, daughter in uh, in Ukrainian." She said, "Donya, the war has started. The war has begun." Uh, and it was it was like 8 a.m. in the morning uh, in Ukraine, and it was uh, maybe two o'clock in China, and I was on my shift, and I remember myself being absolute absolutely emotionally numb, like a silicon doll, absolutely empty eyes, absolutely robotic moments. I just like it. It was my automatic reaction. I just uh, I was working on a yacht. It was a yacht party, and I was DJing on uh, on the boat. And I remember myself talking to guests, dancing, smiling, laughing, uh, having uh, having fun in the water activities, like uh, like uh, this uh, water scooter, whatever you call it. And I was questioning myself, why the heck am I not crying? Why the heck am I am I so calm? Like, why am I having this reaction? And later on, I realized that my my mentality, my consciousness and subconsciousness were just protecting me. Were just protecting me at that very moment because once I I came back uh, to the to the shore and I brought the equipment to uh, to our warehouse where we were storing our music systems our, our equipment everything it was uh, like uh, it was a little shop right at the marine uh, like uh, um, near the yacht uh, yacht parking lot basically and I remember uh, putting <clears throat> putting my stuff and I was walking to the toilet. And I, I literally made three steps and I collapsed on the floor and this, uh, and I started crying like a, like a wounded bear. 
basically I, I i started like screaming and shouting out loud like a like a like an injured wild animal that's what, exactly what happened and uh, uh girls uh, like bartenders and uh waiter uh, waitresses who have been uh, in that in that bar they just surrounded me immediately and uh they they tried to calm me down and uh well they they had no idea how to help in this situation obviously they were just they were just as frightened as shocked to see me like that like they 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 had no idea what to do and uh i stood up uh of, like after after a while i uh, well, from from that moment, everything everything goes foggy in my memory. I just remember that I that I got home somehow, and uh, I uh, I texted in the group chat uh, that uh, like uh, the war has started in Ukraine and uh, I need a couple of days uh, a couple of days off. And uh, like I was, I was lucky to have like very understanding and very uh, like friendly management. Uh, in my uh, in my company that I was working on, and they said yes, of course, take as much time as you need. Uh, just uh, text us when you will be able to go to work again. No worries about that. I transferred uh, about uh, one thousand dollars to my sister's account immediately because, uh, like, I I wanted to I wanted to save them. I wanted to save them so badly. I just because before the war started, like. One or two days before, nobody believed in that. Everyone was was saying, "Come on, it's 2024. Nobody's nobody's doing this crap. Like nobody is going to attack anyone. This is absolutely ridiculous. This is barbaric. Russia is not that crazy. Russia is not that ridiculous, and like they are not so mental to do so. We were wrong. All of us were wrong. Uh, yeah, and uh, when when." It, when the war began, uh, began, I started a raising fund in uh, in China, and I was collecting money for uh, Ukrainian volunteers. I I found uh, volunteers immediately. I found uh, like unprofitable organizations, uh, uh, um, valid ones, like decent ones, who were actually uh, buying stuff for for the military, for for the refugees, for the people who are migrating from. Uh, hot spots to the to the safer lands like uh, i i've been doing that but the thing is uh any kind of uh, funds are are illegal in china and i could get jailed if if somebody complained if somebody uh, issued it was the very beginning of the war so uh, a lot of russians were protecting russia and uh, i uh, i obviously had a lot of uh, uh, Russian people in my contacts uh, in uh, in Chinese uh, social media. I I was receiving uh, threats and even death threats from uh, surprisingly not even from Russians but from Russia supporting Chinese people. Yeah, so so I I've been through some bullshit. Not gonna lie, but at the same time I received a lot of support and a lot of uh, understanding from uh, from a lot of people, including some uh, like. Sane, sanely minded Russians, because uh, I'm I'm not going to deny the fact that I'm still having the really good and old friends who are originally from Russia. But I consider those uh, people as my forever friends because they actually donated money to me when I was raising funds. So yeah, I consider them as uh, as you know, sane people.
who are uh, who are sharing the same values with me. Yeah, so I I've been I've been doing that for uh, for a while, but then I stopped because the risk of getting caught by police and get jailed was uh, like was higher and higher and higher, and uh, like I I eventually stopped. But I I raised. I don't know, at least 10k dollars by that time. That's a very, very inspiring story. And it's a great tragedy what's happening. Me neither. I didn't believe that it could happen. Nowadays, I actually salute you. I wish everyone you know, peace and success and victory as well as the ability to be stable and to fill their lives with love. Thank you so much, DJ Maria FM for participating in this project for being in this podcast. I wish you all the success. I wish you to hear good news about the German authorities giving your residence permit, and that you will always be surrounded by great people. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a really enjoyable experience. I I wish you to have a great week and uh, I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.